Okay, so I mentioned it in the last episode, um, but it was my first weekend in Tokyo this weekend. Um, it's now Monday, but um, yeah, it, it like it technically wasn't my first first weekend. I actually moved in the weekend before this one. So um, I just, you know, when you're, I had just flown here and moved in. So I, so I kind of, you know, I was chilling to myself, sleeping, unpacking. So it didn't really feel like it was my first weekend in Tokyo. It was just my first day <laughs> or a few days in Tokyo. Um, so this was my first like weekend where like I knew people, I had stuff, like I had stuff to do and I was settled. Um, so let's see, I think, um, hmm, golly. Um, so to start the weekend, me and some of my dorm mates, we went to, um, we all went to karaoke, which was really fun. Um, oh, it was fun. It was fun. Um, karaoke was nice. I would say that, uh, it was my first time doing karaoke, like with the group, like in general. Um, I've done, I've like attended karaoke's, but I had never really, you know, involved myself in it so it was nice um they put you in like a there's a lot of us so they it was maybe like 12 of us <laughs> so we were all in a room and um we were like there's a big tv and so everyone has like different oh is this a bug okay got him um but yeah so um there's a big tv and everyone has like ipads um and so ooh, everyone has ipads and you can basically like uh what what's the word you can you can like pick your songs and make a cue um and all that um but i did have fun and you can like order drink it's like all you can drink um for the amount of time that you purchase and you can like order snacks and stuff too so that was really great um and I think the song that I chose um, was Bohemian Rhapsody. So that was pretty fun. I just forgot how long it was. <laughs> um, and I sang like the Neon, Elangel- Neon Genesis Evangelion theme song um, with the other anime fan <laughs> of the group. So that was really cool. Um, and, you know, I would say that I had a pretty good time. It was nice. Um and let's see what else that's really all um is he about to go down the slide that's a little confusing okay sorry this guy was walking past and there was like an uphill sidewalk so i'm sitting at this playground right and so there's like an uphill sidewalk um and there's like next to it is a huge dirt path i'm not dirt path a big dirt hill um under underneath the big slide so he chose he i don't know he saw me i'm closest to the dirt hill by the slide so he saw me instead of just going up the normal way when you go up the sidewalk he went all the way around and just went up the dirt hill and then walked away a little bit odd but i'm not too alarmed by it he only glanced at me once maybe he was he was testing the tracks of his shoes i don't know anyway though um yeah yeah so karaoke was fun the only only thing that was kind of odd to me there is a guy um i think he's from germany um he's one of my dorm mates and so um it was just it was interesting because whenever there was like like rapping going on in 
the um like for the karaoke song or like there was like an r&b like type beat he would hand me the mic and he was he would like like really encourage me um and i just remember being conf I like i was i was definitely tipsy by this point and he was like someone new that i had met so it was it was a it sounds like an easy situation it sounds like there's an easy thing to do and an easy thing to say um however that's not how situations always are in real life so like when he handed me the mic and he was like no no you could do it you could do it really I, you can i was i was kind of shook i was like okay all right um but it was like i was torn because i actually really like the song <laughs> i really like the songs they wanted me to rap to but i'm not a rapper <laughs> so so and i knew that he was only passing me the mic because i was the only black person in the room <laughs> so you see my issue um and it wasn't like I was singing along with the songs before, like the, at the other parts. It was only when the rapping parts would come, they would hand it to me or he would hand it to me. Um, so um, it was it was rough because I actually really did want to try and sing along to it. But it was also weird because I was like, OK, so you're going to pass it to me. You know, that's that's like a little odd, um, a little racially odd. Um, but it's like. I hate to admit it, but I, I rapped along to them and I did pretty well. I was I was pretty proud. I hate to, you know, like to to not I hate to go along with it. Um, like after thinking about it, it's like, dang, OK, I definitely could have handled that a lot differently. But I also am giving myself grace because, one, I did want to sing along to it. I just didn't like that he passed me the mic specifically Two, um he was like I, I had just met him and I was tips and we were both tipsy so I I guess for me I was a little anxious like on how to explain to him like hey um you you're only passing it to me because of my skin color don't you think that's a little odd um and I guess three or next is more of like it wasn't until after like I like during the moment I was like okay Ah, but then after the fact, I really was like, dang, why did I do that? Why did I, why did I just like go along with what, um, what, like the, hmm, the assumptions that were being put on me? Um, and I do feel like, like as a black person that a lot of times, not, not a lot of times, not anymore. Um, but there's often situations like if you're around a lot of like people who are not black their assumptions will be put onto you and you can either go with those assumptions not go with those assumptions but like you can either agree or not or disagree and um for me I liked the song so you know it there there was a part of me that was like well you know what I don't care if if he's like trying to assume things about me I'm gonna sing along to this song like fuck it up you know um but at the same time I didn't want to prove him right so it was I felt, just felt like I was kind of at war with myself but I ended up doing it anyway I got a lot of compliments um but I also thought I did pretty well too um for being tipsy but um yeah so that was how karaoke went <laughs> Um, and so after karaoke, like we left and it was like pouring outside, like big thunderstorm vibes. Um, and, uh, because of that, it was kind of like rough trying to keep everything together. <laughs> um, but 
I would say that what do we do um me and one other guy um from my dorm we uh we kind of stayed behind a little bit and well okay let me reverse skirt so after everyone left the the room i i went back with two other people one to go uh finish the rest of the untouched drinks (laughs) and then two to um make sure that no one left anything and so after that um we like all left and because it was, it was a, like it was storming people were going at different paces some people were trying to run like through the rain some people were kind of just chilling and walking around or chilling and walking under the rain me and the guy that were chilling um we decided we wanted to snack so we stopped at one of the convenience stores on the way um and so basically i got home I got back to my room and I realized that I did not have my phone. Um, and I was like, okay. Like, I, I hadn't, I knew I hadn't used my phone in a hot minute, but it was just raining so hard that I had kind of just assumed that I, you know, had put it somewhere safe and away from the rain. And so I kind of tore my room apart looking for it, didn't find it. So, um,. And so so then, like, I left and I walked to the nearest convenience store, um, didn't find it. I walked to the, I walked, I had stopped at two different convenience stores. So I walked back to them both in the rain. Um, no one had found anything. Um, so um, by this time, I was like, dang, the karaoke place was a decent, maybe, it was a decent walk, maybe 20, 30 minute walk that's how it felt at least um or at least it was in the rain so i was like dang like if i dropped it on the way like yeah the phone's waterproof but i don't know like it's storming anything could happen to it like and it was my first week with this phone like i had like the day like around the one of the days i left i got this phone because so it's it's new so um so little tipsy me goes back and so I'm like dang okay like I'm praying trying to figure out what to do next so I get you know I the guidance I get is like to ask for help um so I was with um I wasn't with I didn't know how to ask for help because by this time I was pretty upset and I was definitely crying because I was like oh my gosh like I just lost my phone in a foreign country like what like it's only my first weekend um so I so yeah so I was pretty upset um and so I went to the nearest person I could which um was this guy who we had we I would say he's one of the people I'm a little closer to here um so far we've just hung out a lot um and went up to him and he was like he was he was like oh my gosh he's like are you okay like anything I could do you know basically keeping us calm but also clearly worried and so I told him I couldn't find my phone and I was asking him if I could use his find my iPhone um because the only Apple product I have is my iPhone um I had an iPad but it's it's from like 2012 she's barely holding it holding through so yeah um I was trying to figure out what to do and so um he ends up he he ends up being like I'm gonna check the rest the bathroom stalls because I went to the bathroom but I had already checked but he wanted to double check um so he went to go check and then I guess he told people in the group um that also lived with me so there was a group of them checking um and then um another one of my dorm mates who speaks really good Japanese um he ended up calling the convenience stores and 
they hadn't seen anything. Um, so I was, and we were trying to figure out what the, um, we were trying to figure out the number, the right number for the karaoke place to call them. Um, I think we called them and they said, yeah, we called them and they said they hadn't seen anything either. So um, I was kind of freaking out because I was like, well, it's not at any of the stores I went to. It's not at the karaoke place. So and it's not in my room. And it's not in the bathrooms. So it has to be either outside or someone stole it. Um, and so I yeah, I was definitely crying at this point. Um and just trying to trying to keep myself together. Um, so by the time, let's see. So um, by the time we like called everyone, like everyone rechecked everything. It was maybe like three a.m. Um, and understandably, people were pretty tired, and you know they had plans they wanted to do tomorrow. So um, they were like, "Hey, like we're." Um, they had done a lot. They had really looked, helped me look, but they were like, "We're really tired, so we think we're gonna go to bed. Um, we can definitely help you look in the morning." And um, the guy who called people was saying how he was willing to um, go like in the morning once the train stations opened back up. He was willing to go to the train station and look up on one of the machines where he last used his card because he went to the same uh, convenience stores as me because we figured maybe it was, you know, we didn't call the right convenience stores or we mixed them up because it was raining because we walked right in and right out. Um, and we went to a seven eleven there was but there's like so many seven elevens um like everywhere, <laughs> so it was definitely confusing um and i told and so I was like, okay, guys, just thanks so much um I'll keep you updated if I hear anything, yada yada um so they went to sleep, but I was not about to go to sleep without my phone, so um I basically, I was like, well, you know what? There's nothing else I could really do. I'm going to go to the police station um, and see if anyone, you know, had turned in a phone possibly. Because um, in Japan, people, when people find things, more often than not, they, they turn it into the police or to a police box. So I walked to the nearest police um, station and they... Um, and they were just asking me like for my ID and stuff and like from my address and mind you it's I had only been living at this place for a week so my address I don't have it memorized it's in my phone and it's not on my ID um so I after so I told them the situation they didn't speak any English so we had we basically were google translating to each other um they got out the little police phone um asked me a question in Japanese google translated it I answered them in English, Google translated it. <laughs> um, and they were like, they were definitely really nice. So they were like, hey, can you go back? How far away is your place? I was like, it's like a 10 minute walk or less. They were like, cool. So um, you, if you can go get your ID and your um, and like your address um, and, maybe, and like proof of your address, then we can, you know, we can see what happens. Um, and so I was, I guess I didn't ask them what that meant, but I kept asking them questions. And so, um, I went back. So I finally walked back to my back home. Um, and I went and got my stuff. And so basically my, me and my mom have a deal where, um, we would call each other every day for the first week. And so she basically was asking or um so I basically was thinking like dang if she calls me tomorrow and I don't answer she's gonna be very worried 
And then, you know, it's going to be like, why isn't my child answering her phone? Um, oh, I forgot about this. And when we had looked for find my iPhone, my phone was off. So, and when I had, when I last saw it in a karaoke place, I know, I knew for sure that it was fully charged because I don't, I didn't, I don't really leave my place unless my phone's fully charged. And if it isn't fully charged or mostly fully charged, then I leave with the, um, with the portable charger so i hadn't left with the portable charger so i i knew that my it was just really odd to me i was like why is my phone off if it was fully charged unless someone turned it off and that was what had made me consider did someone steal my phone um so yeah so i was talking so so i'm back home and i'm like you know what i'm gonna write my mom an email explaining to her that hey you know i can't find my phone i'll keep you updated um please pray for me and um i will you know let you know i'll just keep you updated and i just want to let you know what was happening um i sent that email and it took me a bit to write because i because i was like dang how do you tell your mom um that you just lost the new phone she got you a week ago <laughs> like I, I i was trying to figure out the best way to explain it in a way that would um like truly express what's happening but also gave me a little sympathy because i'm really stressed out here and i swear that i had it um so i um i took a moment and then i went back to the police station and they had the door open waiting for me um and so i gave them my i gave them my id and all that um oh no no i'm sorry they so they had just wanted my id at first and so they were like okay your id doesn't have your address on it do you have you know your address or proof of your address and so that's when i i didn't know my address um and they were like oh can you go back and get it we'll be waiting for you um and i was like okay cool um and they and so i was talking to them asking that's when i was asking them questions and they were like a, um, a similar phone a phone by the description you gave us has been turned in but we can't um bring it out or show you unless like we have proof of your address and your name and all that so i was like really an iphone with the yellow case bet um so i went i walked back to my place um figured out my id wrote it down on a piece of paper um and i didn't have a proof my of my id but i brought my laptop in case i needed to see like the emails or something um and then i walked back to the police um, station i showed them my address and that i lived really close and um i didn't even have to pull out my computer and they were like okay cool um do you let's see so um they were like cool we'll go get it so they went and got out the phone and it was my phone um and it wasn't even wet so i knew that i must have left it in some like in a place i think either i left it at a convenience store or i left it at the karaoke place and i think um i think some as soon as someone found it they took it straight to the police station so by the time i called all those places or the guy called all those places no one had no one had seen it because it had already been taken to the police station so i was pretty happy about that um and they basically just they were like here show us that you can unlock it um and then i had to show them proof of my phone number that i had written down so i just went so i had to go to settings phone number and show them that the phone number matched this phone number i had written down um and that i could open it so 
it worked out beautifully and they were like yes you can have your phone um please stay safe and get home safely and i was like y'all don't understand (laughs) thank you so much like they're actually like the japanese police have been so helpful to me um and that's just story number one (laughs) so yeah so that had all happened so by the time i got my phone and got back to my place and texted people and texted people like hey i found it um thanks it was maybe 5 30 a.m or so um so i was pretty tired um and i very much went straight to bed um and like text and no i didn't go straight to bed i called um one of my best friends or um yeah i called one of my best friends and we basically just talked for a while and uh it was great (laughs) it was great talking to them um and it really helped me to settle down in a way but like just because we we love joking and like having a good time and talking so that was really nice and settling um other than that, I would say, yeah, then then I went right to sleep. Um, I watched maybe some friend, Friends episodes just because, like it or not, that's my comfort show. So I needed some comfort in that moment. Um, you know, with it was it was great. Um, so after that night, um, I believe the next day, I just wasn't really feeling social. And I woke up pretty late. So, um... I was and people were already out I think by the time I woke up because I woke up maybe at 4 p.m 5 p.m um so yeah so then there's the next day um this is Saturday so I didn't give okay this all happened on Friday okay so now we're on Saturday Saturday I wake up at 4 or 5 p.m um and you know my I wake up from my mom calling me we talk or whatever she's like wow so glad you found your phone I knew it'd be okay um I knew how God had you you know all those things um she actually took it really well and she was like hey as long as you can talk to me you could email me that's all that matters and um you know I told her I found it but she she dealt with it really well when um I told her I had I couldn't find it um but we talked a little bit in the, um, when I woke up. And then after that, I was like, hmm, do I really want to stay here? Like stay inside all day and chill? Or do I want to like go have fun? Like it's my first real Saturday in Tokyo. And so I chose to have fun. Um, there is a neighborhood called Harajuku that um it's like really f- it's like for where more of the young people go. It's really colorful, poppy, um, like it's uh you should look it up it's spelled h a r a j u k u harajuku yeah um but it's really it's like a really cutesy place and so it was one of the like top places i really wanted to go in japan so i figured why not go today um so i put on my shoes my jacket and it um got a rent umbrella and it low-key was still storming i think um i think a what's the word that they use a typhoon had it was going past so it was raining pretty hard but there was still a lot of people out um but the streets were like they felt like rivers like my shoes were so soaked but i took a um a solo trip to uh, harajuku um 
And so my first for my first stop, I hadn't eaten that day. So um, my first stop was this. I found an egg sandwich place. Now that sounds odd, I know. However, egg sandwiches are super popular here, and the eggs、um, in Japan are known to be like really, really soft and really.、Um, they like the way they treat their chickens is apparently like luxury. Most places,、um, they have like、um, more strict regulations with how the farmers treat their chickens. So. I and I hadn't tried any egg sandwiches since I got here, so I was like, you know what, this is this will be the best time to try it out.、Um, so I tried.、Uh, I think it was a f- a fried egg sandwich. I think I think a fried egg and ham sandwich. I'm not really sure. I just know there was like it was like a mixture of like baked egg and then runny egg. I'm. I mean, I'm sorry. Fried egg and like the middle was runny.、Um, it actually, but you know, it actually tasted pretty good.、Um, I was, I was a happy. I was, I was happy. I was a happy girl after eating it. <laughs>、um, and I would do it again. I would do it again.、Um, this and the servers were.、Um, the employees were really nice.、Um, so that was really cool. So yeah, I chilled there for a bit,、um, ate my egg sandwich, and then went back on the road.、Um, my goal w- was to go thrifting in Harajuku.、Um, originally, I wasn't even gonna go to Harajuku. I was gonna go to Shin-、uh, Shinjuku.、Um, Shinjuku is it's more of like this. It's more of the city city part、um, of Tokyo.、Um, it's one of one of them. And、um, it's known pretty well for their thrift shops, but like, I didn't know that、um, the way I was coming from that you have to pass Harajuku on the way to Shinjuku. So while I was on the train, I saw that we stopped. We were at Hara. I was at Harajuku and not Shinjuku yet. And I was like, wait, this passes through Harajuku. Let me just go here. I'm already here. And bam, pow, kapoom. That's when I ended up in Harajuku.、Um, so, like I said, post egg sandwich. After that, I、um, I was like, let me go thrifting. This is a cute little like cutesy place. I would love to see what finds they have here.、Um, I went to as I was going through the thrift stores. I realized that I would love to pursue a change of fashion here.、Um, a lot of the clothes that I wear are still from high school. It's just it was always easier and cheaper.、Um, and a lot of the clothes I have are thrifted. Um, just because, like, a lot of times I find more of like the things that are cool to me through thrifting. So a lot of my clothes are kind of worn,、um, worn down a bit. But like, I still make them work. They're still cute.、Um, so I was since I since I've been in Japan, I just noticed that everyone dresses a little more formally. Definitely very stylish, but also like a higher up stylish, classy esque type. Style, and I actually have learned that I really like it.、Um, and I think that being in Japan、um, may help me to start、um, really pursuing a different type of style, different type of fashion.、Um, and I really look forward to it. They wear a lot of like baggy stuff, but also like、um, formally fitted stuff. Like biz- like a lot of people look like business casual. Um, here or like, like not like like a slightly more formal casual,、um, and it's really nice. So when I was going through the thrift stores,、um, I realized I can't fit majority of the pants, <laughs> which was okay. It's kind of what I had expected, or at least the thrift stores I visited 
I couldn't fit a decent amount of the pants in Harajuku. And, like, I wasn't really trying things on, but I was just, like, measuring it up to my hips. And, you know, my hips don't lie, so they certainly weren't lying when they were when all the pants were smaller than my hip size <laughs> so um i was more or less looking for shirts and sweaters and accessories um and i actually i definitely i found three big oversized shirts that i really liked um so i got those and i'm really excited to wear them however it's been super hot um today and yesterday so i haven't worn them yet um but yeah i got some shirts and um there i know the last store i went to and how to not the last one but there was this one store i went to it was it was probably my favorite store i've been to since i've come to japan um the it just had so many accessories and all of the styles were so cool like i got this shirt where like the sleeves um how do you think how do you explain it um the like the sleeve like the the longer sleeves come off so that it could just be short sleeves if it wanted to or you can hook the long sleeves onto it and it could be short sleeves and long sleeves um i don't even know how you would explain that um think about when you have okay you know those little belts that click um like think about a car seat like when you have to like um strap the baby into the car seat like those type of like things those type of belts that click um though like think about those like that's what connects the uh that's what connects the short sleeve to the uh top sleeve i mean the short sleeve to the long sleeve and um and there it's really cool i really like it um and i got so i really like this shirt that i got that i was just talking about with the clips um and so i was like you know what i need pants to match this like i want to leave here with an outfit so i got i got earrings to match it and then i went to a store called unique clo like like u n i q l o unique clo um i think it's a popular place to order on offline from i mean online from anyway though i went there and i got me some pants that actually fit got got them from the men's section um and so that was pretty cool um so once it gets uh you know once it stops being super hot i look forward to wearing that outfit it's gonna be fun um but yeah so i basically went thrifting most of the day and just explored um not i basically just went thrifting because the since the sun the sun goes down here at maybe 5 30 ish so you know if i got up around maybe 4 30 I would say that um, by the time I got out of the stores, it was it was dark, so not a huge amount was happening. Um, and sorry, someone walked past. Not a huge amount was happening, um, but it was a uh, like there was still stuff happening. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of things were closing. So I was like, okay, I guess my time here is up. Um, and so as I was leaving, um, Harajuku, I stopped at McDonald's and I tried one of the shrimp burgers or shrimp sandwich things. So they, they have like a shrimp burger where it's literally just like, like think of a fish filet, but instead of fish, it's shrimp. And so like there's small pieces of whole shrimp and like crushed pieces of shrimp and all of that. So uh, that's just, I don't know, it was just super cool knowing that um, you can get, like, 
a little a literal like fish fillet, I mean shrimp fillet. Um and it actually tasted really good. Um like I like it more than the fish fillet. So I'm definitely gonna get it again next time. And I tried these like I think it's mochi and red bean moon and red bean cake like cakes like or pies. Um I think of the apple pie from McDonald's, but instead there's like soft mo half of it is soft mochi and the other half is like a berry bean like bean filling or something. I couldn't read the the characters, but um very good. I really would love to get that again. I actually it was it was tasted great. Um I got some apple juice on the side with french fries. Hee <laughs> um so yeah i got that and so after i ate i was like well do i really want to go back home like all because harajuku is closing up like it's it's not because it's late it's like because it was maybe like eight uh nine p.m um i think it was like nine ish i was like eh, it's nine on a saturday i still want to go out so i decided why not go to shinjuku Ooh, excuse me um, yeah, I was like, why not go to Shinjuku? Why not go to a bar in Shinjuku? So I ended up finding this bar, um, and it actually, um, it was, it was really, really crowded. It was really packed. Um, but I went to Shinjuku, and so Shinjuku, um, like the city part, it, um, what's it called? It's called, it's one of the, they call it one of the most dangerous places in Japan. It's a red light district. It's called Kub Kub Kibuchiko Kibiko somewhere in Shinjuku where it's like the big city. Um let me see if I can find the name. Shinjuku Red Light District. Mm, Kabukicho, yeah, that's what it's called. Kabukicho, that was where I had went. Um, Kabukicho Shinjuku. Well, I think it was it was next to Kabu. It was next to Kabukicho, or really close. Um, but yeah, so that's basically where I had went. Um, because there was a bar that I want I wanted to check out. Um, but I went to go check it out, and I met I met a really cool group of girls there. Um, they were all like none of them were from Japan, um, so it, we were all kind of like foreigners. So I, that was like pretty cool. Um, and I can't tell I can't say that I remember where they were all from. They were all from different parts, but they were all from America. Um, one girl was from like Germany, but she lived in America for like a decent amount of time. So. Um, other than that, though, yeah, they were off. They were mostly off from America, so I was like, "Oh, this is really cool." Okay, um, and so uh, after, so we all met, and so then um, one of the girls had to go, so we all like left. We all walked out the bar, more or less. We, it was also super, super crowded. Like I had to put my bag down, like right in front of me. Of course, I could still see it, but like there was just so many people walking and like like pushing around that I don't want like anyone to reach in my bag or anything so I put it like on the table in front of me but literally like if I were to wear it like I, I don't think I would have fit in the space that I was in <laughs> like it was just that crowded um so we left the place and so we were all like hey do we want to we want to like go somewhere new um the girl had to the one girl had to leave because it was like 10 30 or so and so um she needed to go home because she lived a decent a ways from here so um 
basically the what do you call it the monorail or the metro rails here they all stop at 12 so it's like they all stop at 12 and then they all start back up at 5 a.m so it was like okay so um you know either we can leave with her we can all leave with her now and like start walking to the station because like to, to walk to the station took time too was gonna take time so um we were like okay do we want to leave now and so basically um everyone else really wanted to stay and so i was like and they were like yeah we don't mind exploring until like maybe 5 a.m like it's saturday yeah and so i was loving this energy so i was like you know what fuck it same i want to do that too um <laughs> so we all so we all ended up staying together as a group um and we decided like let's go bar hopping um but not to the expensive ones where they make like they charge you to come in <laughs> um so after we all left this bar we went to the bar that was closest um we all met a few people and um one of the girls she had two guy friends that we met um that were i don't remember where they were from but they had both been living in japan for a while i think through the jet program um so we were i was asking them questions about the program seeing what it was like um the jet program is for japanese english teachers so you go to japan and you teach english um however you don't have to really speak much japanese um so i was it was really cool learning about it i didn't even know that you didn't have to really know much japanese at all to teach Jap to teach english um in japanese classrooms but it was great it was great hearing about it um and one of the guys um had lived in okinawa so okinawa is like the hawaii of japan so it was really cool asking him questions and everything um so after that bar we went to an, a third bar um all in like the same like uh, area and that bar was really cool i met some people um and mind you all these bars i'm like ordering like one drink or two um just because i was like if i'm gonna stay out all night i might as well have fun um and so after so we went to that bar and um then that's where things get a little blurry um so there are patches of where i don't completely remember things um yes it got to that point um however let me let me clarify it was not be so okay i did not get wasted because that was my intention or because i had too many drinks okay what happened was i got to the point of drunk that i wanted to i was feeling good i was happy you know enjoying my time and then i realized that i didn't have my bag because my bag was super heavy because i had just went thrifting that day and so in japan like at bars they have like a little table underneath like where you sit um in a lot of bars so that you could put your stuff there without it getting in the way of anyone or like getting on the table and so i had left my bag in one of them but since we had been bar hopping i couldn't figure out where like which bar I had left it at and um there was a point where like most of the bars were closing i think the i think uh, the bars that we had just been at had been cl were closed at that point um so we so me and the people that i was with we ended up going to um the police station and filing a uh, a police um, a police lo like lost item thing um and so because i was really 
I don't know. I had just lost my. I just lost. It sounds so horrible. I just lost my phone the day before, so I was. I guess I was just really disappointed in myself. Um, and I was like, "Wow, okay, so that really just happened." All right. Um, and I. I just. I was. I had a. I had a whole breakdown. I had a complete breakdown. Um, and so for people who don't realize or know, if you're already drunk and you start crying, but like I'm saying, like having a breakdown like crying crying you're gonna make yourself much drunker what much more drunk especially because i didn't have any water on me and i couldn't buy any water because all of my money had been had been in my bag now mind you in my bag i had the clothes i had just thrifted i had my money i had my id and i had my um my home my house keys um and so you know that's why i was i was having a breakdown you know it's not like losing a phone it's different um so and you know i had my headphones in there like it just it really had like a decent part of my life um hate to be materialistic but so yeah that um that was why i started having a breakdown um and so it really got me to a point that i didn't want to be like the like the drunk aspect um and that's how things started getting blurry for me um because after crying so much i i was very very drunk (laughs) um so like if i'm being honest i don't even remember like i like i do there are patches where i don't remember what happened um however i put everything together by the next morning basically what happened me and one of the girls that i had met um who i'd been talking to throughout the night we had uh she had helped me uh, her and one of her japanese friends this guy um uh they the guy ordered us ordered us a taxi and we went to the police station and we filed um filed like a lost item report and so um then after that um the girl was like i think the girl was with her friend and they were both with um with this guy and so it was like a group of four of us including me so the girl and her friend they were like no oh no the guy so after we filed the police report the guy was like so should we send should we like t- get, get her a taxi home like should we should we send her home and the um the girls were very against it they were like no we're she's like a foreign she's a foreign woman and, and it's her first week in japan like i'm not about to be like sep- we're not about to separate from her until she gets home safely um literally being with them was such a blessing i'm i i'm beyond thankful that they were helping me um because the guy was like well i mean that's going to be a lot we're going to have to you know go back and forth like and the girls were like we don't care like for her safety like we are we're going to get her home and make sure we see her like go into her place um and she's too drunk to leave alone so no so basically the guy ordered all of us a taxi to my place our and so um then we got into my place but since i didn't have so like to get into my place you need a code so i put it i knew the code but like i didn't have my room key so i couldn't get actually get into my room and so i guess the girls just started knocking on like my um the doors across from me and they started knocking on like all of them to, to see whoever would answer and so um 
I guess some people reported it to the manager and the manager had texted me that night, which I didn't see the morning after. He had texted me that night that there he had gotten reports of people knocking on doors. Um, and so he like had asked me, like, was I OK? And that's when I had told him it was an emergency and I like I hadn't been able to find my key. Um, and, you know, I eventually told him that I found it because I was not about to pay for a whole new key unless like I really had to. Um, but anyhow, so um, they since I couldn't get in my room, um, they were knocking on doors. And so they I guess they were talking to my roommates that were across, not my roommates, but my the people that lived across from me. And so I believe they're Chinese. Um, and so they um, are still working on some of their English skills. Uh, so they but they were so nice um they gave so it was funny they put like um a mat on the like a paper mat on the ground for me to like so at the end of the hallway i ended up i ended up sleeping in the hallway basically of my um my apart my dorm apartment thing and so i was sleeping when i woke up i realized i was sleeping on like um like a a big sheet of paper <laughs> um i had this cute little pillow and they had someone had charged my had plugged my phone into a um into a portable charger and they left me like a small bottle of water and some like small little um chinese snacks that i could not tell you what they were um something like really salty but sweet um and so when i woke up i was like oh like this, I really appreciate this. And so they had given me a blanket too, which I just put um like over my face so that like people walking past wouldn't like low key so people wouldn't necessarily know who I was, but then also like I didn't want you know, like this like by the time I like I got home it was like maybe sunrise was like starting to happen, so I didn't want the sun to bother me. Um but it low key ended up hiding my identity, which was pretty um cool. To a degree. To a degree. Um because you know these hips don't lie. <laughs> and the blanket wasn't that big. <laughs> but either way, they um they did they I was really thankful. Like I actually felt so blessed. Like these girls got me home that night and so then like these other girls who um had lived across from me really helped me out and like let me um gave me those things not gave me those things but lent lent me their things to like sleep for a bit. And so basically when I woke up, definitely had a hangover. Um and I had saw and I realized I didn't have my bag and I was like, dang, like I really lost my bag. Like that's crazy. And um, I looked on Instagram and the girls who dropped me off, they had sent me a picture of the police form and they were like, hey, um, the police will call you um, when they find your bag. And um, I was and I was like, well, thank goodness, like <laughs> that um, that they were. I don't know that they sent me this picture because um, Loki and I woke up. I didn't really know what had happened. Like, I was like, oh, goodness, I don't have my bag. Last thing I remember, I was at one of the bars, um, and then I remember we just taxied home, and I don't have my bag. What happened? And so I pieced it all together once I took the time to breathe and sit there and be like, oh, yeah, we had to go do this. Like, I lost my bag. We had to go do this. We had to go do that. Um because I didn't I didn't want to ask <laughs> I'm like what happened last night like that I did not want to be that person <laughs> so um I was happy though that I was able to piece it together um to a point where I was like okay so like I'm gonna have to walk to the police station <sighs> now the only thing that sucked was that 
to walk to the police station was more than an hour walk and i was definitely hungover so and it was very very hot this day so when i woke up um i and i woke up and maybe like I don't know, maybe 11 a.m. or something like I had really just my I think my body just napped for like for rejuvenation, but like and do not to sleep. Um, so I got up, brushed my teeth because our toothbrush, our tooth. So like the sink and our toothbrushes and stuff are like outside of the room in these little bins for everyone. Like everyone has their own individual room bin. Um, so we ended up we ended so i ended up brushing my teeth uh i was like okay you know it's time for this walk and like even like you know like sometimes like even standing up straight like doesn't feel good at all like (laughs) it just like everything felt queasy and i kept gagging i never threw up though i didn't throw up last night either um and i'm pretty sure i didn't just because when i like woke up I like I didn't have any weird taste in my mouth or anything and like um nothing tasted foul in my mouth like when I usually not usually but like in the past when I have thrown up um usually I can like taste that I had vomited in the morning which is gross to think about but like you know sometimes when you're drunk you you be having those nights um so yeah I had uh I started my walk and I actually usually get up pretty close to sunset usually (laughs) um just because oh i meant to say earlier that by the time i got back it was like around sunrise not sunset i realized i messed that up um but yeah so um it was so it was about so i usually don't get like because i've been switching my sleep schedule i usually don't get up until like there's maybe two or three hours of daylight left if any (laughs) um because the sun here sets around 5 30 so um by the time so since I was leaving so early I I don't know I saw so many parts of like the community in Japan that I had never seen before like I went past this one of my main memories of walking was um I went past this really big park and it was it was just it was really beautiful like it was um because I had to take you know I had to take a few breaks on the way there just because like sometimes even standing up when you're hungover is a lot but like having to walk a whole hour outside in the hot weather um with uh, carrying like this huge jug of the rest of the water they gave me it was like it was definitely it felt like a lot um and so I walked, I took a, I went to go rest by this really big park and it was like a really big field and, um, I swear I keep getting the most odd looks from Japanese people. So interesting. I'm really just sitting here on a bench. Um, anyway though, uh, where was I at? Oh yeah. So, um, it was, the park was really big and it was just like families were in the park. There were little kids blowing bubbles and running through them. And there was like moms like giving their little kids like, um, like, uh, snacks and stuff and eating it with them. Or like there was people like running around, um, like there was like someone playing music, someone jogging, like just a lot of like really cool things. So I was really... I was really happy to be have been able to spend time there and something that was interesting I saw like a huge like crow or raven type thing right and so it's interesting because I am it was huge but I'm like I'm aware that crows 
I don't know if it's crows or ravens. It may be ravens. Um, but I was so surprised that. Okay, reverse. They're ravens. Um, or crows. I don't know which one. They usually mimic the sounds that they hear. So like, in America, ravens go ka ka ka, right? Um, so basically the raven that i walked past it was like because it simulates sounds that it hears it almost sounded like it it's it was pronouncing something in japanese like it had japanese pronunciations in it and everything um so that was really cool and i was like very surprised that it sounded like that but i also like wasn't surprised at the same time um and oh okay now it's a japanese officer walking towards me i think um let's see if he tells me to leave or not because i'm confused on if i'm not allowed here okay okay well i think he's fine he just kind of walked away so i think he's just checking the perimeters of the park maybe um but yeah so anyhow though uh oh yeah he was just checking the perimeters okay cool you just never really know here so i was like are you gonna ask me to show you my id <laughs> anyhow um sorry that kind of took me out my zone <laughs> um where was i um yeah so the um the crow like started calling but it like it didn't even it didn't make the call sound it made like it had like the sounds it made had japanese pronunciation in it so to me that was like whoa that's crazy like this is a japanese crow raven bird black bird thing so that's really cool um and yeah so basically i kept walking Ooh, this is gonna be a long episode <laughs> it's a long story um but yeah i kept walking for like my maybe it took me maybe whew, I had to take a lot of breaks, um, was the thing, and my breaks, like, had to be a, a decent length, so I would say I took, it took me maybe, like, two or so hours to get there, um, which definitely sucks, but, you know, it is what it is, and I got there, I got to the police station, um, and it was, like, it was rough because, like, I would, I kept needing to find places to sit in the shade, um, and I, and I also, like, like I, I kept trying to find places to sit in the shade, but I would need to sit there for at least like 10 minutes. And truly only through Christ did I get there because that was so rough because I really wanted to. It was, I just know it was so beautiful while I was walking, like the buildings and the way that they're formed in the Japanese streets and like the park I mentioned and like all the really cool outfits. And I really wanted to like take pictures and appreciate it or like make or like record how I was feeling but like I could barely talk like I like it just took so much concentration to walk this far while I was um hungover and like I couldn't get any I couldn't eat anything because I didn't have money to buy anything so I was walking on an empty stomach which was even worse um so uh yeah so like every time I walked past a food place like it would make my stomach feel queasy because of the smells but then also like I couldn't eat like any snacks on the way so it was just rough all around but um i got to the police station right finally um after like my two or so hours 
And I got there um, and I showed them the picture of the lost item paper. And they were like, okay, so so um they they'll call you when they get your bag and so i was like um you know like i just had to walk here like is there anyone is there anyone i could ask like and i guess they couldn't speak um like english too well so they walked me upstairs um to this uh other lobby room and so then this guy came over and he uh, spoke really good english and so he was like hey um you speak english yes and i was like yeah and so he was like so what's going on and i told him i lost my bag i showed him the uh missing the lost item paper and um he basically he was like well um they'll 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 call you when you have when they have your bag um so Ah, one second. So he was like, they'll call you when they have your bag. So are you able to wait at home? And I was like, um, no, I don't have my key. Uh, Cause like, realistically, I just really didn't want to have to walk back. Um, cause I just walked there and I was not about to leave without walking. I was about to, I was about to leave without my bag basically. Um, and so I was trying, I was like, so like you, can you guys check it all? Like, (laughs) Um, and I was like trying to explain to them like, Hey, like my walk here was very, very long and I don't have money to take the train. So like, um, is there any way I could wait here? Like, wow. Um, someone until maybe someone checks it in and they were actually there. I was in the, they were like, here, we can give you money for the bus ride there, um, for the bus ride home, but you might, you'll have to find your own way back. Um, and so they had me start filling out this paper um of like like sh- like showing that the japanese police gave me money so to get home um and so i was like in the middle of filling out the paper um and i really had to go to the bathroom so i went to the bathroom because i'm making like this police visit sh- sound really short when it wasn't i was waiting i was there for maybe an hour or so maybe an hour and a half for real maybe two hours from one and a half to two hours I was there and I didn't um and most of the time they were like asking me um they were asking me for like my information um they were like he was translating from English to Japanese um and they um let's see I they were trying to have me to write down some of my information for them and he was translating that as well as well as what I was saying so it definitely took a while and they had other people that they needed to help out um but they were really really helpful um and I was like wow they're gonna give me money to take the train god bless truly um but I had um they had they had needed to walk away for something I don't know so I was like hey um okay I'll be right back I just really need to go to the bathroom can you point me in the right direction they point me towards the bathroom and so I go to the bathroom because I still have on my cute pants from the night before and you know that waistline is not friendly in those pants so my it was just like my, my stomach was being pushed um if like throughout the whole time I was walking which is like really horrible when um you have a hangover (laughs) and so i went to the bathroom i was in there for a hot minute um and low-key just felt really nice to sit down in my own privacy too so i kind of chilled in there and so while i was chilling there i i prayed and everything because i was like yo lord jesus god bro bro, i did not walk over here for nothing like what's the point of all this if i walked here just to not get my bag and so then he um he based 
like basically uh god answered me and he was like um he was like i didn't i wouldn't have you walk all the way over here and go through all that for nothing you're not gonna leave without your bag don't worry um things are just there things are just still being figured out right now but you're your bag is safe and um you're gonna go home with your bag and all the things that are in it no worries and so i was like bless bless okay jesus lord god i i happily take that i happily receive that thank you bless you praise you um and so i was like okay so i'm spiritually being told that like everything will be okay so it doesn't really matter what people say to me i just have to make sure i stay here until i get my bag some way somehow because i'm not about to walk home without it and um for those of you who are like what do you what does she mean that god told her that like is she just hearing voices um so that's a whole different conversation for um a whole nother time but if i had to try my best to simplify it um yes um god does talk to me and he's proven himself correctly every time (laughs) um and how he talks to me i can make a more i can make a longer episode about this but um just to keep on track of the story but also to explain this part um it's like like think like so you know like sometimes your gut just knows something um to me that's god talking to me but i guess i've been i've been take i've taken the time for like for almost a year i think at this point um to really keen in on listening to the details of those feelings because at first it's just a feeling like effort like at first your gut maybe tells you like don't go that way or like don't eat that or you know little things and you just feel it like a feeling um so for me i that feeling is god and so if i listen in close enough and i really like take the time to like to breathe and like be quiet and to rest my thoughts i'm able to hear a detailed like those feelings are able to i'm here i'm able to hear them in details so like verse like let's say you go sit down somewhere and you get your gut feeling like don't eat that for me and where i spiritually am at i might hear don't eat those eggs they were not taken care of well um you can eat um these beans though instead like things like that but it's the same feeling it's just list it's just keying in more and listening in and being able to hear the whole message versus just the main point of the feeling because even though like yes like um I'm being told those eggs weren't taken care of correctly. Oh, those eggs are expired, but you can eat those beans. Those are um, extended details of the main fe- main gut feeling of don't eat those eggs, you know. Um, but yeah, so that I would say that explains it um, the best I can right now. And it, it's taken me, um, let's see, no, it's taken me more than a year. Yeah, it's been more than, it's been like a year and a half. It's taken me a year and a half of like, um, some deep, deep spiritual work, um, with God to be able to hear those things and to be able to understand those things, um, and to get to that, um, point of spiritual clarity. But like I said, it's a whole different episode. Um, so, as I was saying, um, that, that was information I had received from God. It was like, you're not going to leave without your bag. And so um, I went back to the police station 
and i mean i said i was already in the police station i went back to the police desk and so um as i was sitting there um they were they kept like looking at me and so um then like after a minute or two the guy that speaks english walks over and he's like he like does a deep bow and so deep bows usually in japan either mean like thank you so much or they mean i'm deeply sorry um and so he had done a deep bow and i was like okay what are they about to say um <laughs> And he was like, I am so sorry. I didn't, I don't know why, but I hadn't checked um, all of the systems to see if your bag was there. But it is here and we do have it. I just need you to fill out some information first before we can give it to you. And I was just like, whoa, that's, that's beautiful. That's the best thing I've done heard today. <laughs> like, because I had just gotten... I just heard that spiritual message from God right before they they told me that like I I had just left the bathroom. So I was like, "Oh, I stayed faithful when this is what happened. I truly appreciate this." Um, but so my bag was there and so they just had me like um they basically like looked at my bag, looked for my ID and they're like, "So what's your name? Where or how do you spell your name and what school do you go to?" cuz my school ID was in there. Um and they were like, "What's your birthday?" and it all matched everything on my ID. And so then they were like, "Here, you can look through your bag um and see if everything is there and if um anything is missing." Yo, I looked through the bag every single thing was still there all the clothes i bought my keys my um my headphones um my wallet the only thing there was one thing missing all of my money <laughs> um and so i was like okay i see all of my money is missing for sure um and so um I guess I saw him looking through the wallet. And so then um, he walks away and then he walks back and he's like, yes. And so um, so we found this money in this wallet, too. Is this the right amount of money that you had in your wallet? And so I'm like, oh, bless. Um, I didn't know how much money I had left in my wallet. But as long as there was some money in it, because I definitely didn't spend all the money that I had. I was like, yes, for sure. That's fine. Yes, that's the money I had. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Um, and so he like, he apologized a few more times. He was like, I'm just so sorry that like, I didn't check before. Like, I, I truly apologize. Um, and I was like, no, it's okay. As long as I have, as long as I didn't leave and I still have my bag here, that's okay. <laughs> um, and so they threw away the paper where, um, cause I hadn't completely filled out the paper that said that they had given me money. Um, so they took the paper, they threw it away. Um, and I think they shredded it. I'm not sure, but they discarded it. And um they were like, "Yeah, get home safe." Like, um and again, I'm really sorry. And so we uh, me and the me and the English speaking guy talked for a bit and he was saying how he studied abroad in Chicago. Um and like how he um and how America was so different than here. And he told me something very interesting, which I kind of knew, but hearing from a from a police officer, I was like, "Oh, okay but he was saying like uh crap what's the name of the place kabuchiko uh crap um uh, he was saying how kabukicho ah, how close how kabukicho shinjuku is probably the most dangerous place in tokyo and he was like yes like please be careful um next time or not he like he wasn't like saying it in a patronizing way but he was just like saying like a please be careful um uh, but I'm so glad that everything was returned in your bag. Um, and 
he was like, yes, I know, I know it's your first week in Japan. So, you know, really be cautious. Um, but like, luckily, Japanese people usually turn in um, lost items since it's a pretty big crime to um, to not turn it in. Like, for example, like in America or a lot of a lot, most places, not most places, but in America, at least like if you find something and you don't if you don't turn it into the police, you're it's not like you're you just found something and you go and take it home. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what it is. Like, there's no issue with that. It's just like if you've lost something in America, you, it's probably been stolen, especially if it has value. Um, but in Japan, it's actually a crime to um if you find something to not turn it into the police and um a lot of times so a lot of people do if they find something they do turn it into the police and even if you take like even something small from the bag um that's still a crime so like let's say someone took all my money but then they still turned in my bag because they saw that it had like uh keys and like an id and stuff that person that turned it in would have to go through an investigation most likely be to see if they took the stuff that was in my bag because it's a crime to take anything lost that you find so um i was just so shook because never ever and never in america if you lost like a bag or a phone would it ever be returned or if it was returned it wouldn't be returned in the same shape and form like that bag might be returned but it would be returned empty <laughs> um so it was just crazy to know that there was nothing in my bag that had been taken out like everything was in it exactly the way that I had put it or that I remember putting it and um as soon as I got my bag and left the police station I went straight to a 7-eleven and I bought I bought some um sliced apples and some oranges and just ate that and it was it felt like the most refreshing thing I had ever eaten <laughs> just because like i had just really needed some food like as soon as i ate it i felt so much better like i was like oh i can walk now yay <laughs> like and I, I guess also the serotonin from finding my bag was pretty big so i was just all in all very very happy um and you know i just like i was just still so shook but also i was shook and i had food so it all just was working out beautifully <laughs> um so yeah, I, um, and of course after I got, after I ate a little bit and sat down and breathed for a moment, um, and got myself back together, like to be able to walk, um, back to the police, uh, to the train station. Um, luckily the train station was like really close to the police station. So I took the train back. It was great. Um, I got to sit down the whole time. Um, and I think I got home. And I'd watched, like, some more episodes of Friends because I, you know, comfort show again. Um, and then I made sure to go to sleep because I had to go to my school um, today. And that's, you know, that's when I told you guys about my day today. Or, oop, that was last episode. So sorry. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so a lot happened this weekend. Sunday, I spent all that. Or let's let's go. So let's review. <clears throat> friday lost my phone um after going to karaoke um and then saturday i went thrifting in harajuku but then i lost my bag in kabukicho shinjuku um 
and I, uh, you know, then uh, the the girls returned to me home, and I slept in the hallway. Um, mind you, okay, yeah, mind you, I had definitely had a few people. I'd had definitely had a few people asking me, like, was that you and sleeping in the hallway? Is everything okay? What happened? And me like giving the story, but not the full story, <laughs> and basically being like, oh, I lost my keys, and I had to go find them at the police station. Uh, <laughs> um yeah so and i told one of my friends here um she was one of my first friends here um and so she was like what'd you do this weekend and i was like oof i had to go to the police station because i totally lost my bag and she was like yo you lost everything this weekend didn't you and i was like yeah (laughs) but i found it though didn't i (laughs) um so yeah so that was saturday and then sunday i spent um the whole day going to go get my um going walking to the police station and then resting after um the weekend that i had and um all of that and all of that happening was why i treated myself today um i went to eat at a a, a conveyor belt sushi for the first time it was great um except for the squid and plum sushi that one i don't know if i do again um and i also went to a a vegan spanish cafe with a new school friend um so that was really nice and i registered for classes figured out some financial aid stuff oh excuse me huh my bad um figured out some financial aid stuff and um yeah so i had a pretty nice day today um and this is how i wanted to stay (laughs) um i would say this weekend i learned um that if i'm going to drink at all even if it's a shot or a sip um for one either have pockets or um have bags where everything fits and i can zip it up because one of the issues with my phone was that um it couldn't fit in my bag because the things i had taken i i believe so i think I think that's I th- I think I tried to put it in my pocket and I think it probably fell out of my pocket in the convenience store or at the karaoke place or I set it down because honestly I really don't think I left it at the karaoke place at all because I checked the room um, with, with uh, like when everyone left to make sure no one left anything and there was nothing in my seat or where anyone else was sitting so realistically I think that I think that either I think I dropped it in the convenience store or I put it down while I was counting my change in the convenience store. And then a customer saw it and like returned it to the police because um, none of the people that worked there had seen it. So at either place. So that's what I'm assuming happened. Um, so, yeah. So I learned like one, like even like I always drop my bag off at home if it's heavy and i know i don't want to carry it um and that's usually a rule i always keep however it was just super heavy that day because i just went thrifting but yeah anyway yeah (laughs) um don't carry big don't carry big bags when you know you're not shopping or like you actually want to go go out and have fun um and probably just always i guess i'm always going to recheck to make sure i have like my phone (laughs) and like all my all my things that i need before i leave places now especially my phone but um even if it's in a huge storm and it's raining and there's a typhoon passing just check before you leave (laughs) that's what i've learned so far i would say um but other than that um yeah that was my weekend um truly hoping 
oh 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 and um when i actually when i got home on sunday after the police station i ended up cooking myself something for the first time since i've been to japan <laughs> um i've just been low-key surviving on buying food every day or like buying like heat or food i can heat up um but i actually um i fried like a cheese tortilla and with some pork belly and an egg and i fried some zucchini basically fried myself a whole meal to like soak up any leftover alcohol from the night before um it worked great um they tasted great i look forward to eating them again <laughs> um but so i was i was actually pretty proud that i cooked for myself but yeah um that's what i learned and um classes start tomorrow so i would say i've had quite the adventure um before classes have even started but i'm low-key so so thankful to have not had any of this happen while the semester was going on um glad i got all of it out of my system you know um and now i can learn i know how to behave um and i know that um things will things will hopefully get better from here because i don't really know how it could get worse well i'm sure there's lots of ways it can get worse but it's not going to and that's that's the cake um and also i stayed faithful throughout all of it um stayed faithful that i would find my phone and i stayed faithful that i would find my bag and that um god would lead it to me, me to it and because i stayed faithful i was able to be led to them so i'm really happy about that um but this is probably the longest episode i've ever recorded <laughs> um but as you see there was a lot to say and a lot of things that happened um at first i was honestly not sure if i wanted to even share the story because i could it could definitely could be a little embarrassing and i don't really know who's going to listen to these podcasts which is something else i've been really a bit worried about um <laughs> but yeah because i had accidentally cursed earlier and i was like oh my gosh what if like my mom or my grandma ends up listening to these um but also you know what this is like my creation and you know if someone listens to them i mean i that, hey they're listening to some of my inner thoughts so it is what it is <laughs> um so yeah i'm I'm actually kind of proud of myself for allowing myself to be vulnerable and to express like these I, it's not that they're they're like I was slightly embarrassed by these stories to a degree but just because like it stemmed from dis from a disappointment in myself because I had felt like a failure for um all, for all of this happening for the first week of me being in a foreign country but also I even though it all just happened like I, I just got my bag yesterday <laughs> um and all that other stuff happened i would say that i'm still really like i'm grateful that i learned from it um and i'm grateful that i was able to find grace with myself um because things happen shit happens <laughs> and there's a lot of times you can't really like it just it just happens you know so and those things they happen and i i couldn't control that they happened um because you know i didn't mean to lose my bag it was 
all of it was an accident. It was accident after accident. But I guess what I learned is that even even if I lose my bag, even if I lose my keys, if, if even if I lose my ID, my wallet, my phone, I never truly felt like it was all over. You know, like, I always, like, even though I freaked out once in my calm moments, I was able to understand and realize, like, hey, like, that, um, like, it's okay, because God's handling it, um, and that's how I felt throughout most of it, um, and I'm really happy to know that, like, I was able to still feel grounded, even though in those extreme situations, and, um, I feel like that my maybe has prepared me for, um, some things in the future, whether it's a friend who loses their things and I can help them by helping them know that I relate, I able to relate or, um, or if possibly like something else is lost and I'm like, well, I lost my phone and my bag at one point and I was, and those were able to re- come back to me and return to me. So who's saying that this thing can't return to me or that I'm not going to find this thing. Um, so I do think it was helping me to prepare, um, and I do, I do feel more knowledgeable. I definitely, you know, it's definitely a crazy story to to be able to tell. <laughs> um, and you know, I'm young. I make mistakes. I have oopsie moments, <laughs> and the only thing that you know, you can't help that oopsie moments happen. But what you can help is what you do with it and what you do after it. And so I was able to take those moments and find a way to grow from it and find a way to be thankful for them even though those moments in those moments I didn't feel that way I was able to walk away from them feeling that way so for that I am grateful that those bad that those things happened um and I'm grateful that I am able to sit here and tell this story and be vulnerable and to express to other people like hey it's okay to have a noopsy moment even if you lost your phone and your wallet and your keys and your IDs in a foreign country, you know? Um, and I gotta do, stay faithful that you'll find it. Cause I'm sure that if I were to have, if I would have panicked, like if I was at the police station and actually listened to them and have went home without my key, like, and just panicked, I, I'm very sure I wouldn't have gotten my bag until like a whole day or two later, possibly not even till today or tomorrow and class starts tomorrow. So, you know, it's just like, okay, so I'm really happy I stayed there and stayed faithful. Um, and with my phone, like I was, I was really freaking out about it, but I stayed faithful and I listened when God when I when I listened to God to go to the police and to write my mom an email so that she wouldn't worry. Um, but I could have just freaked like I could have completely lost my shit and like just have not done any of that um, and made the situation a lot worse. Um, and that's what I that's what I mean by saying that I'm thankful that I stayed faithful because it's like a lot of times. Yeah, bad things happen to everyone. However, it's really about how you handle it that if it's gonna if it's just if it's about to get worse or if it's about to get better um and i'm just happy that i was able to learn the ways to make it better versus making it worse um yeah i really stressed myself out worrying about it but i didn't make it worse um because i listened and stayed faithful listened to that gut feeling um which for me is god and you know 
that gut feeling really led me through what I needed to do. And there were definitely times where it was really, really difficult to listen to that feeling or to hear that feeling because I was freaking out so much. But I knew that if I took, I knew that the only way to answer or the only way to find answers was to find a way to calm down so that I could hear that feeling a lot more in depth, um, in depth. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Um, because, I just knew that if I didn't listen, it it just wasn't gonna wasn't gonna go the way it needed to. Um, but yeah, I think that's my spiel, and I believe that that is my the rest of my story. So um, yeah, crazy crazy first weekend in Japan, in Tokyo. Let's see how the next weekend goes. Ah, yay. <laughs> um, let's see. Usually, uh, you know, I'd end this by having a question of the day. Um, question of the day. Um, okay, here. This is an interesting question. Even if you are not spiritual and you are not re- or you are not religious or you don't believe in, um, you know, like spiritual things or you don't believe in um, the spiritual world or like um, you know, all the things I was talking about, God, if you don't believe any of that, um, I just don't really know how you can't believe having a gut feeling. So if any, if you're going to believe in anything, feel, believe in trusting the, your gut feeling. <laughs> um, but my question is that if you don't like, if you do, or if you don't believe in any of the things I mentioned, how would you define staying faithful in times of worry? Cause to me, Staying faithful means staying faithful to the idea that God is going to fix it all and he's going to help instruct me on how to fix it. But for some people, if they don't believe in God, or they don't believe in that, um, you know, like spiritual guidance, they don't believe in that gut feeling, then how do you explain what it means to be faithful in hard times? Like to you, does that mean, does that just mean to have a, to keep a good attitude? Does that mean to ask for help? Does like, I don't, like, I'm just really curious as to what that means. Um, Cause for me, I mean, I guess if God wasn't in the picture, I guess it would just be to listen to what's right. But at the same time, I'm saying like, that is what, that is what I do. But it's just to me, what's right is that spiritual guidance. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's my question. Um and if you can't think of an answer, then maybe that's something to think about, you know? So, holy. And for some people, I guess, figuring out the bad situations, there's faith has nothing to do with it. Um, and, you know, that's, def- that's an answer in itself as well. But that's why I'm curious, you know? I'm a curious little being. Well, okay, this episode is long enough. Um, whoa, golly, almost an hour and a half. Okay, well, thank you for uh, listening to my story. Um, hope it was entertaining for you, because it wasn't for me. Um, and okay, I guess I'm gonna head outie. Bye-bye.